Well, hello and welcome to our second season premiere. This is so exciting. I can't even believe that we're here. What started as a simple inspiration from the Lord has just grown into something so exciting. So to everyone who has heard this podcast and shared it with a friend, thank you so much for helping us spread this mission of truth, of the value and the high calling and the importance of motherhood and the work that the Lord is doing in homes to change the world for his glory. Um, I'm so glad that you can be here with us today. My baby's here now. When you hear me talk in my other podcasts about, you know, when this is aired, our baby will be here. Well, our baby's here. He's not with me at the moment, obviously, but he is such a joy. His name is Graham and he is just such a treasure. I can't believe he's almost four months old. It's gone by so fast, like it does every time. And so wonderful to be starting off this second season of podcasts with one of my very favorite holidays. We are going to be talking about preparing our hearts for Easter. And I know you're going to be so glad that you're here for this conversation. I have two wonderfully inspirational moms with me today. I have my friend Michelle Akrami back, and she has five sweet kiddos ranging in ages from four years old up to 10 years old. And she is a former teacher. She is a wonderful homemaker and a homeschool mom to her kids. And if you would like to follow her, you can find her at The Unhurried Farm on Instagram, and she just celebrates life beautifully. And so Easter is no exception, and you're going to be so glad to hear her wisdom today. Also with me back again is a good friend, Becky Slamer, and she is someone who I have watched the way she celebrates Easter and just gleaned from her. So I'm so excited that you get to hear from her as well. She is a mom to two teenage kids. So if you have older kids and you're thinking, oh, Easter celebrations, that's for little children. No, no, no. She will tell you it is for everyone and that it has just served her family so well. She has two beautiful teenage children and serves alongside her husband in a ministry called Crew, reaching out to college students. And uh, if you want to find her, you can find her at Becky Slamer. Again, as you watch her celebrate life, that these women just live celebrating day to day. And I know that you will be encouraged by your time with them here. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Thank you so much for being back with me, Becky. This is so fun. Glad to be here. Thanks. And thanks, Michelle, for being with us. Well, thank you for having me. Okay, it did just dawn on me. I should give parents a warning if they're listening with little ears because we're going to talk about all things Easter. So from fun plans during Easter week to the eggs to the bunny. So <laughs> if you have little ears and you want to keep some of the magic alive in some of the Easter celebrations and you want to keep that just for you, then save this for your evening. But for now, let's get rolling. We're going to get to talk about Easter. And I think it's such a special holiday, holiday to talk mm -hmm. about because I think it's one that holds so many beautiful opportunities. It's just waiting to be made this wonderful mm -hmm. time in homes. And um, our culture, I think, has just cheapened it down to you know egg hunts and bunny rabbits. And there's just so much more to this. So uh, Becky, you want to start? Why does Easter matter so much to you? Yeah, it matters to me because Jesus is alive and he yes. has conquered death and given us eternal abundant life. And so that is worth celebrating. 
Mm, that's wonderful. Michelle. Yeah. Easter. I mean, it's the foundation of our faith, you know? I mean, obviously Christmas is super important, but yeah, just like you said, it's, it's everything. Yeah. Well, and I think the idea even that there'd be no reason for Christmas mm-hmm. if there wasn't Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. if he came right. and he died and that was it, then that would be the end. But mm-hmm. Easter is the reason that it even matters mm-hmm. that we have Christmas. So that's wonderful. So why do you think it's so important to use this week intentionally? I think about Advent. Mm-hmm. You know how we mm-hmm. have Advent at mm-hmm. Christmas to celebrate mm-hmm. the coming of Jesus? Mm-hmm. Becky, why do you think this Easter week leading up to Easter is such a prime time to use yeah. wealth? Yeah, I think there's two reasons that come to mind. And one is that it was Jesus's final week. And so mm-hmm. as we dive mm-hmm. into maybe looking and thinking about his final week, um, you want to think of somebody's last um, you know, days on earth, they're saying some pretty important things. And so I think it's a significant time to just um, for us to remember and reflect back on the things that Jesus said and did during his his last week on earth. Mm-hmm. And then also, like you mentioned, Advent, I think um, the Lenten season or the Holy Week, the week mm-hmm. before Easter, are a great time to prepare our hearts to celebrate um, mm-hmm. the greatest thing that's ever happened, the greatest sacrifice ever given of mm-hmm. Jesus dying for us and conquering death. So uh, what more, why would we not spend the week before preparing our hearts mm-hmm. to celebrate and remember that? Absolutely. And thinking about too, goodness, it could be a little bit convicting even thinking about, do I spend more time and that week preparing the outfits for all of my children mm-hmm. or for myself or making sure, you know, making sure my nails are done or my hair's done mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you do to prepare for that yeah. Easter service. Mm-hmm. Am I spending more time on those things than the outward than I am on our hearts? Yeah. Yeah. And if the focus is on that, mm-hmm. we're missing, mm-hmm. missing such mm-hmm. a golden opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's every year too, yeah. because it can become these traditions. You know, I love traditions yeah. um, and you do too, yeah. <laughs> but it can become something so beautiful. That's an expected rhythm right. in your home. Right. Mm-hmm. So Michelle, what about you? Why do you think it's important to use this week leading up to Easter? Yeah. Well, well, definitely um, preparing our hearts takes time and intentionality, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I know that whatever we as parents emphasize, will make an impact on our kids, Mm -hmm. you know? So if it's on our hearts, it'll eventually be on their hearts Mm -hmm. too, you know? And um, I just think about habits too and how habits um, actually form us, you know? And so they have deep formative power when we each year, you know, you can even feel it in the air, you know, the birds are chirping. Mm -hmm. There's just like a signal that this is about Mm -hmm. to happen Mm -hmm. and we get to remember and celebrate this. Mm, That's wonderful. And Mm -hmm. I think with that too, the idea that our faith, we don't ever want our faith to just be something that we teach. Mm -hmm. Yes. That it's not Mm -hmm. just that that idea that our faith is not taught, our faith is caught. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that during this time, Mm -hmm. it's preparing our hearts as well. Mm -hmm. That's been something that caught me by surprise Mm -hmm. when I began to make this a purposeful thing in our home that it wasn't just preparing the hearts of my children for Easter. Mm -hmm. God was using this Mm -hmm. week to prepare my heart for Easter, Mm -hmm. and it made that celebration of Easter morning Mm -hmm. so much more meaningful because my heart was ripe for that celebration. Which I think is true mm-hmm. of any celebration or like, or the feast, the biblical mm-hmm. feast is that God knew we needed to be reminded and yes. we needed, yeah. we're forgetful and we need to do those things regularly mm-hmm. um, to be reminded of his goodness and what he has for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with the beginning of Easter week and Becky, I'm going to let you start. Cause I, again, I have loved watching your 
Instagram and <laughs> the way that you do it, that you celebrate throughout the whole week with your family and even bringing mm-hmm. other families mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like you're like the Easter mom goals, the way that you do it for me, for me. And it's not because kids are lined up in perfect outfits. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the priority no. of the way that you do it. I just am excited for you yeah. to get to share it with people. <laughs> so t- walk well, us through you. your week. Okay. Well, one of the things like you mentioned first is getting my heart right. And mm-hmm. one of the things I've done probably for at least the last decade is um, Max Lucado has a book called The Final Week of Jesus. And he is mm-hmm. a masterful storyteller of Bible stories. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really, it's short. It literally walks through the Bible stories of Jesus's last week. And so I pull that out every, every year um, and read that and use that just for me. Um, and then my kids and I walk through the gospel stories every day. So what was Jesus doing this day on Sunday? Mm-hmm. What was Jesus doing on Monday um, of mm-hmm. his last week? And we read those every day together. Um, and on Palm Sunday, we do that, like when the kids were little at church, they did cut out the green, you know, construction paper and made mm-hmm. palms that say Hosanna. And my 17 year old still did that last year. And so I put it on our front door because we were at home with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, but so even something simple to just acknowledge the beginning and the celebration mm-hmm. of Easter week and Jesus coming in on the donkey. And um, that's so simple. So simple. That right? I love too, yeah. that no matter yeah. what age your kids are, I mean, right. all you need is green construction yes. paper yes. and a pair of scissors. Exactly. And then anyone can do that. We've done it too, where we've had gone outside and actually cut them off of the the, the bush, just a a leaf, you know, a a plant. Absolutely. And done a parade outside and said, Hosanna, Hosanna, and walked around. um, You mentioned the the donkey, Jesus coming to town on a donkey, that we've also, with that, um, taken turns pretending to be Jesus and pretending to be the donkey, (laughs) which is kind of funny. And so then we've walked around the house and like laid our sweaters down and pretended to be the people that... It's kind of fun to yeah, see and imagine yeah, what that yeah. would be like. And one of my children even one time pretended to tell the story from the donkey's perspective. And someone else told it from one of the people in the um, in the crowd's perspective, oh, like what that would have been that. like. Yeah. And, yeah. Or being a kid. Yeah. Know, there's just so many things there you is. can do with yeah. that. Just yeah, that idea. Totally. And it's so and simple. Lo- and that reminds me that there's so many good Easter storybooks out there. So mm-hmm. if you need some inspiration or yeah. the stories and those things don't come naturally to you, they're, look, look at I'll share some on my Instagram actually. I have a few that are for older kids and then I have a few board books yeah, too that we yeah, really like. Yeah. So I'll share those on, those are on Instagram. So yeah, we have a stack of our Easter decorations. We have decorations for every holiday and books for every holiday. And so those come out um, and the kids are excited still because they'll pick up those books and read them even now mm-hmm. as teenagers, just, you know, Aww. for fun. Um, but then on, I would say, and then our next, uh, probably the next big thing we do is on Thursday, which I th- Chris, I think you guys do something similar, but on Monday, Thursday, we do a communion as a family mm-hmm. together, um, at home, um, to commemorate the, the last supper. And then our big, our big thing that you probably have seen on Instagram is our good Friday party. Mm-hmm. So several years mm-hmm. ago, it morphed into, because we homeschool, we've always celebrated good Friday with friends and it morphed into inviting all of our friends that were available at that time. And sometimes even our school friends, because they had minimum day that day, um, they just would come over to our house and we'd do resurrection eggs that Michelle will talk about later. Um, and we'd make resurrection rolls together mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Jesus is the marshmallow and you wrap them in the crescent roll after dipping them in, um, butter and cinnamon and sugar and putting it in the stove and when he comes out baked he's not there anymore he's gone Um, he has risen um and so we do that and then usually my husband does some kind of devotional and my daughter now leads us all in worship and so Mm. it's morphed over the years Mm. where the kids are involved and now that they're bigger we do a little bit different focus things than when they were little and we did egg hunts we don't they don't necessarily do that but they still do worship and a devotional and they still want to do the resurrection rolls (laughs) and the eggs and tell the story and Mm. um but they can do it now so Mm. 
they do a lot of that. Um, and then we and then we all usually go get dinner together and go to Good Friday service together. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that go to our church or other people go off to their Good Friday services um, at their church, which mm-hmm. I love Good Friday service at church. I feel like it's one of the, I, I know it's probably similar to what some other churches do, but ours, just the the reflecting and the remembrance really, mm-hmm. I feel like, is a great place to set our hearts in the right place for Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's a favorite for me. And then well, I'm going to yeah. piggyback for two minutes yeah. on your communion thing that you do on Thursday to kind of share yeah. kind of how we've taken that too with our family. Yeah. So my children are all very little still. Not very little. Some are big. <laughs> so my oldest is 11. So they're 11, 8, 5, 2, and baby. And so nothing looks like Pinterest no. in our house. When we do events, like the pictures are like that was the pretty moment of what it was you know um because everything's kind of messy but so we always try to imagine what it would have been like at the last supper and we normally sit on the floor and we have our and the kids look forward to it so much we have our meal on the floor mm-hmm. and i have this dream i know you said you do a passover meal so i want to hear about that in a minute michelle because mm-hmm. i have the dream of getting to that point mm-hmm. but not yet so maybe after, maybe you'll inspire me and i'll make it happen um or maybe next year when i don't have a baby but um but so we do a special meal on the floor together and then we do communion together and we read through the passage of what was happening during the last supper yeah. and then we wash I each other's it. feet oh, and we I take turns with who washes mm. each other's feet and sometimes we'll like say a blessing over them or just do it as something just kind and um, and with that I would want to encourage moms too that if if you are in a situation where it just doesn't work with your life with your husband for him to do all these things with you, mm-hmm. then do them on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only say that on this topic because my husband's work schedule is just weird. And so regularly he wouldn't, might not be home in an evening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's regularly, I guess for a few years was the case and I'd never thought about it. I just did it by myself with the kids. And then the first time he was home with us, he said, oh my goodness, you guys do this every year. And this is so meaningful that he had seen pictures and I had told him, but he had never been part of it. So I would just want to encourage moms yeah. that if you, mm-hmm. if, if your husband's not a believer mm-hmm. or if he's just not available, just do it. You don't mm-hmm. have, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a whole family thing. You can right. be the one to make mm-hmm. those special things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the resurrection roles, um, and you mentioned your daughter taking lead on some of the worship leading and stuff mm-hmm. as your kids want to take lead on things, let them, mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. one of the beauties of them getting older and having caught these traditions mm-hmm. is they're able to be the ones to make them happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I started resurrection roles, it was very simple of just, here's the croissant, you know, the dough, the supplies, here's how we do it. And I told the story, you know, while yeah. we did it and we put them in the oven. Well, now my 11 year old has just like claimed this as his own and he, they have puppets that they get out every year that we have like awesome. a soldier, we have angel, we have <laughs> Jesus. And they like tell the story and they post that they bring out tape and they tape, they seal the tomb when we close the oven and they pose a soldier puppet in front of the oven. So it's like the whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> it's become quite Whatever. the production, but they've like claimed it and they remember it mm-hmm. and it will be so meaningful. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll want to keep doing yeah. it. All right, go to your Saturday. What do you okay, Saturday? Saturday. Well, Saturday, my husband and my kids have always been a part of Easter service at our church, so they mm-hmm. usually have rehearsal on Saturday, so I usually make an Easter brunch for them um, when they come home from that on Saturday. Um, and then we usually dye eggs that day, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday morning, um, I was just going to make a note about Easter baskets. I think Easter baskets are a great place. Um, our kids always get something to help them grow in their relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets a little easier as they get older, but there's still things mm-hmm. you can do when they're little. Um, Mm -hmm. 
whether it's a book or a movie or whatever. My kids have an animated passion video that was from Target like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That is the best animated passion video mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And so they keep watching it now. Um, but something to help them grow. Um, they always get a chocolate lamb to remind them of the sacrifice of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they always get an empty egg that represents the empty tomb. Mm-hmm. So no matter what else goes in the Easter basket, there's those reminders um, of what we're, what we're really celebrating. Um, and then church and family and food and egg hunt and stuff on Sunday. But yeah. yeah. Something so else on some... the Easter basket topic while we're on that one yeah. that we, that we've done is because it does, it surprised me when I actually started adding up how expensive mm-hmm. an Easter basket felt mm-hmm. like it was times mm-hmm. four children. That was before yeah. I even had a fifth. And I just thought, oh my goodness, this could be a very, very expensive thing to do well, I guess, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when I don't just want to like load them with all the candy because right. mm-hmm. I don't want them to eat all the candy. <laughs> exactly. So why am I going to give them all the candy to yeah. tell them they can't yeah. eat it all? <laughs> um, so just being, trying to be intentional. So one of the things that I started doing is always putting a new swimsuit in there yeah, for them. That and yeah. that may not work as my oldest get older. It might have to be like a certificate for, we'll go pick out a swimsuit. Right, right, right. You can't just right, pick that out. Right. But, but that's been a fun way to do like mm. a swimsuit and some goggles or something kind of going off of the idea of what's something that they need anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you can put in there. Maybe it's a pair of new pajamas. Maybe it's yep. time to get new jammies. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But so that way you're not breaking the bank and yep. still filling it yep. with something that's special. For sure also yeah kind of or just a fun snack that you don't buy all the time but you would buy Mm. anyways to buy them a snack you know it doesn't have to be candy yes 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 and we filled eggs with many many things yes yeah yeah um so yeah michelle why don't you talk about your easter week sure i'm just seriously enjoying listening to you too um so we yeah um since my kids are 10 and younger um, I feel like we've been in the little stage still, and we're like emerging into a little bit more of the bigger kids stage. But so far, what we've been doing are these resurrection eggs, um, which we bought, goodness, maybe when my youngest was three, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been the biggest blessing. It, it's, you know, 12 eggs um, and inside, well, it correlates with a little book that comes with mm-hmm. it. And it's just one page really easy to understand with the verse of um one symbol of passion week and it just takes you through and since we've got five kids we you know we go you know through each kid okay this is your night you get to open the egg after daddy reads the you know uh, description and they're always you know even if they know what's in there they're just like (gasps) you know (laughs) so excited about that moment of when they open it and um yeah, so that's been really just a great way to emphasize and go through Passion Week um, and very tactile for the mm-hmm. little ones, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you were saying, my 10-year-old and my 8-year-old are just so, I mean, you know, it's it's still for the littles, but they love it so much yes. too. And I just, I love that. Um, and then on Friday, or excuse me, on Monday, uh, sorry, Thursday, yeah. uh, our church has always done a Maundy Thursday service. And so we've always been at church for that. And usually it's in the evening. So it's usually just my husband and I. Mm. So it's been a really nice and intimate time with our church family mm. um, in the evening for that. But um, I love moving, you know, doing something more yeah. as a family too. We'll have to move in that direction. Mm-hmm. But um, on Friday, uh, the last, gosh, 12 years of our marriage, we've had um, a full-on Passover center meal. That's so cool. And yeah. we've really just loved that. And so um, typically what it is is uh, we don't have the, all the fancy plates that go along with it. You can get as fancy as you want. But um, it's every every part of the meal has a symbol along with it. And, of course, the, the main 
course of the meal is lamb shoulder. And so that roasts for good, like four hours, you know, but I have to get it ready even two hours before that. So it's just, we're like looking forward to it all day, you know, and it's just smelling up the house so wonderfully. Um, and that of course, you know, represents, um, uh, Jesus and what he did for us is sacrifice on the cross. And, um, really quickly, just, we have salt water where we dip some bitter herbs mm-hmm. like parsley or dill or whatever that, um, symbolize the bitterness they experienced in, in captivity. The Israelites, um, they dip it and, and the salt water represents the tears that they shed, you know, that they mm-hmm. were in slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's haroset, which is, um, a, like a ground up mixture of apples, walnuts, honey. I mean, I always make extra cause my kids just love that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yay. Uh-huh. Um, so, and that, um, there's actually different meanings for it when you look online or just in a book, but really it's like tasting the sweetness, mm-hmm. you know, that Jesus is sweet, like the mm-hmm. honeycomb, you know? Um, and then I, I cheat a little bit and make a little side of mashed potatoes cause it just goes well uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it helps fill up our helps fill the meal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, um, what am I forgetting? There's a couple more, forgive mm-hmm. me. I can't remember at this moment, but, um, there's, I just love, we take time and really just go through Oh, wine is one, um, or grape juice, obviously for the kids, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, Jesus's blood. So, oh, and matzo bread. That's the mm-hmm. one I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, which, um, the symbol of that is the Israelites were able, you know, they were, um, you know, released from their slavery so quickly that the bread that they had rising didn't rise fast enough. So it's unleavened bread. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just love tying in the old Testament with the new yes. That's beautiful. and, um, really just, just such a deep tradition, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and just getting your senses into it, you know, and just looking forward to that. And that's been a fun thing that we've invited some families, you know, we've kept it to one family until, you know, maybe in the future we'll do more just because of, you know, like lots of little it's ones and stuff for it to have meaning. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's yeah. a tricky yeah. thing with young children mm-hmm. is sometimes yes. bringing in more people sometimes makes it so exciting that it like takes away the meaning of mm-hmm. what the actual thing it's was. It's true. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that's temporary about, though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, oh, and then, beautiful. yeah, it's, that's, mm-hmm. that's been a real like cornerstone for us, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and then on uh, Saturday we'll do our Easter egg hunt, you know, for the kids, they love that. And Sunday we're at church and my mother-in-law is Polish. And so she mm-hmm. does a Polish Easter for us. Oh, cool. And so it's really fun. We've kind of like just enjoyed that aspect of our family's culture. So yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's really cool. Okay. So the bunny. Let's talk about the bunny. I feel like I should sing the old Veggie Tales song. I know. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> the Easter Bunny specifically. Okay. Um, do you guys do that? How do you like carry that balance of like this is about Jesus? This is really important, but also there's the bunny. Like, how do you? How have you done that? I mean, for us, it's kind of been in the same category as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just like, yeah, that's fun, but we don't emphasize it. That's just us, you know, mm-hmm. and um, we don't speak down on it or anything like that. It's just not been mm-hmm. what we've embraced, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I would say we're similar. It's something yeah. fun, but um, it's not the main focus. Mm-hmm. But well, I will. Maybe I can 
transition here though, Krista, but I think the cultural bunny egg, um, all mm-hmm. those things, I do embrace using those things as symbols and, mm-hmm. and kind of redeeming them mm-hmm. is kind of That's my perspective. Awesome. And that the lamb, we see lambs at Easter. You'll mm-hmm. see those in the stores that, that when I've taught my kids since they were little, when you see the lamb at Easter, that, that means Jesus, mm-hmm. that represents Jesus as a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, and eggs and bunnies and all those things all represent new life. Yes. And so mm-hmm. all the things of spring that we see in the mm-hmm. store and, um, and bunnies and eggs. So when we see when they see those things at Easter and at springtime, they're not thinking just that's just something fun. They're thinking those things remind me mm. of new life in Jesus. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, and we've, we've done the same thing. Yeah. We do we do with the, with the bunny have done things where we've like left chewed carrots like awesome. by the Easter basket. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like Aww. look like oh wait a minute yeah. something going yeah. on here. Yeah. Or yeah. I think that once I left like a uh, dirt prints like like me little dirt prints on the ground to make yeah. it look like yeah. there was like a bunny or something, but. But it's just, a silly, it's just a silly I've thing. I've heard of the flower and... prints, leaving flower yes. prints. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's fun. Just yeah. silly. Yeah. One other thing we've done, we normally have church really early on Sunday morning. So the idea of getting everybody up and out early and mm-hmm. ready to go is I have often covered the baskets up with a blanket. And then when they come out that morning, they're mm-hmm. there, but we don't actually do baskets till we're home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way it doesn't have to be rushed and everyone doesn't have to be up as early. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's kind of also setting the priority that like, yes, this is fun, but this is really what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. So that's just another thought. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is being released on a Monday and Easter's not until Sunday. So there's still a lot of time, I think, that you could make a Passover happen mm-hmm. or you could mm-hmm. order mm-hmm. resurrection eggs. I mean, they come in two days, right? Mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. I mean, most people, unless mm-hmm. you're in some like far mm-hmm. off place in the country. Sorry if that's you <laughs> or in another country. That's a whole <laughs> different story. Um, but you could order them mm-hmm. and have time to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to the mom who maybe is feeling kind of overwhelmed about Easter being around the corner, mm-hmm. but really wants to like make it meaningful because mm-hmm. it's important. Mm-hmm. Becky, what would you say? I'd say start simple. So pick one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. If it's maybe it's buy an Easter book for your kids that's appropriate mm-hmm. for their age or buy the crescent rolls and make the resurrection rolls. But just pick one thing to start with if it feels overwhelming or pick something meaningful to go in their Easter basket. Mm-hmm. So just pick one thing to start with. What would you say, Michelle? The same. And whatever yeah. you can do um, for a consistent amount of time, even mm-hmm. if it's five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the re- yeah. I feel like the resurrection eggs yeah. are such a great thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in full transparency, there's been times where we've started too late. Like I didn't count 10 oh, days before. Yeah. Or 10, 12 yeah. Days. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, guys, got to do two today, but yeah. they don't mind. No, no. They're like, yay, yeah. two today. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, it's not about being legalistic or perfect about mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. just that, you're putting it out there for your family. They mm-hmm. see your hearts in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to add too. if you, even if you don't buy anything or do anything, just mm-hmm. reading, reading yes. Jesus's mm-hmm. last week together mm-hmm. um, yes. and doing that Jesus storybook Bible is a fantastic resource. Yes. And so reading those stories of Jesus's last week together mm-hmm. with your kids mm-hmm. um, can be intentionally focused. It's very understandable too. Yeah. 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 Another thing I think you could do through the week or even just a few days leading up is singing that bringing in music yes. that, yes. and if you're not like a singer, then just turn it on mm-hmm. your, turn it on your phone, you know, that you could be singing Christ the Lord is. Yeah. Risen today yeah. and yeah. sing it every day so that way your kids yeah. know. Yeah, um, Christ the Lord is risen today. Another one I thought about there's 
the um, call and response, the Lord is risen, he is risen indeed, mm-hmm. to teach that to your kids mm-hmm. so that when it happens at church, you know, they know what to do. Yeah. And you can even make a game out of it, like mm-hmm. play hide and seek. And when oh, one person says, oh, the Lord is risen, that. the That's other says, awesome. he's yeah, risen indeed. It. And they have to try to find yeah. you. Yeah. Um, if you have little children, there's a really good song called Shout Hosanna by the Donut Man. That's like <laughs> from way back when I was a kid. But we sing that all the time with my kids and it's like jumping and active mm-hmm. and the little ones are part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I was thinking that would take a little work if you have young children. So maybe reading the actual like words of scripture might feel a little heavy. Right. Um, and maybe even doing the resurrection eggs feels far fetched to you. Maybe you're not, that's not, someone's not from a place of a faith background that might feel intimidating even. Um, Miss Patacake has an excellent DVD or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. video on Easter and resurrection and uses these eggs in it to help tell the story. And my Mm. kids watch it almost every day. They'll watch it once the little ones leading up to the week of Easter, just because it's solidifying those true things for them. And there's a couple of veggie tale ones that are great. Yes. Yes. An Easter carol Mm -hmm. is one of them. Yeah. 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 So, so many wonderful resources. So whether I think you guys have just done an excellent job sharing ideas for little ones and also older ones and for our own hearts mm-hmm. that our hearts mm-hmm. just as importantly as we prioritize our children's mm-hmm. hearts like mm-hmm. we are children of the Lord who just as importantly need to have our hearts prepared and stilled mm-hmm. and so maybe that would be a good just last thought is mm-hmm. taking time yourself to still yourself to prepare your heart for Easter so mm-hmm. thank you so much Becky for being here again and thank you Michelle for coming back with us today definitely Luke 24, 6 says, he is not here, he has risen. And that is a reason to celebrate. That is a reason why we do everything we do this week and why we're going to put forth the extra effort to make this a week that matters for our family. And with that, we talked about a lot of fun things and a lot of deep, meaningful things that will create lasting memories for your family. But I would encourage you also, if your children are older, don't shy away from talking about the hard things of this week as well. That if your children are of an age where it would be appropriate to watch the passion and to go to the hard places and to see the hard things and to talk about the hard things, to have tears together, that is beautiful and that is important. And if it was important enough for Jesus to do, then it's worth us taking the space and the time to do to have that conversation and have those moments with our children. So don't be afraid to go there. Um, with that said, I know that you enjoyed hearing from Becky and from Michelle today. And if you would like to hear for, more from Becky, she is like the queen of traditions and celebrating life. You can go back to one of our earlier podcasts about celebrating family traditions with your family that we did earlier a few months ago. And with Michelle, we have done some wonderful podcasts. One of them is so many moms have just been encouraged by about rest for the weary mom. Um, if you're a little worn out, it might bless you. And another one we did about sex and intimacy that I know has been a real encouragement in a lot of marriages. And before I close today, I want to just give a quick shout out to you guys listening from all over the world. It has been so exciting to see people worldwide from Compton to Centennial, Colorado, to people in um in New Zealand listening and in the Middle East listening, in South America, in Texas, we've got a bunch of listeners. So thank you, thank you. It's just so exciting to see a passion for motherhood and think about the commonality that we share around the world to this calling of raising our children to be men and women who follow the Lord. So, so exciting to join in with you in your mission of motherhood. And I can't wait to see you next week. Have a wonderful Easter week. Thank you for joining us today. 
Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next time as we talk about priorities in work and home.